0: I love you, oh I love you Oh my love, I want you by my side You know I'll make you laugh I want you to be happy, oh Oh my love, will you stay in my life I never want you to go away from me Don't go away from me Like it that you're happy with me Like it that you won't be with me Oh, I say no, I, I can be Like it that you want to love me Baby, do you see that I'm, I'm so happy So happy, say yourself choose me. me Oh, only you won't be my lover Amen Hallelujah, oh, amen. 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 I will stop loving you. Amen. 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 This love not for me and you, Amen. Morning, beautiful ladies. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Church Babes Canvas. And I'm your host, Ulure Mia Jai. I believe you enjoyed that song. I know it's a song for lovers, but I just thought that what better way to appreciate you, my listeners? And so I'm relating that song to you. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for sticking with me. I mean, the episode um the podcast just have two episodes up and we have over a hundred listens i have you to thank for that thank you for the shares thank you for the feedback i really appreciate you and so i thought to grace today's episode with this beautiful tune from chike titled amen before we continue with the discussion i wanted to enjoy that song a little bit more you can shake your body if you like <laughs> so yeah My together, oh, we will go wherever. Oh, oh, oh. no, buts and no babies. Honey, do you see that I'm so happy? So happy, you say yourself, choose me. Amen. Back to you forever oh. amen. hallelujah hallelujah oh. amen welcome back so this morning we'll be um, I'll be talking about cohabitation amongst Christian couples cohabitation among Christian couples now I said at the beginning of the podcast from the trailer, I said that all discussions, especially the ones on relationships, they are going to be centered on biblical truths and principles. So today is not going to be an exception. So before, um, to start with the discussion, I'm going to define what cohabitation is, and I'll be defining it according to the uh, English contemporary dictionary. It defines cohabitation as an emotional and physical intimate relationship which includes a common living place and which exists without legal or religious sanction. I'm going to take that again. Cohabitation is an emotional and physical intimate relationship which includes common living place and which exist without legal or religious sanction. I want us to hold on to the last part of that definition. Now in the world that we live in today, uh, we live in a world where television programs, they promote cohabitation, commercials, they advertise it, Hollywood and Nollywood, they glamorize it, even parents tolerate it. And some churches ignore the fact that they are youth and young adults cohabit with one another. Even though the, uh, the Bible does not explicitly mention cohabitation, maybe that is why most Christians submit to pressures and just give way to their own desires. And even though this habit has become socially acceptable, it doesn't change the fact that it contradicts the most fundamental doctrines of the Christian faith. Now uh, many people refer to it as a trial marriage because it is what it is. Because couples live together, they sleep together, they do practically everything together, just like they are married, even when they are not. Now, many times people have argued that um, they have argued the logic behind cohabitation. Some say that um, during this time that they use it to learn the quirks of their significant other and they determine if they really want to uh, spend the rest of their life with this person just before tying the knot that is the um, argument and the logic that people who practice this habit have put out their times without number now many christians are also adopting these beliefs and practices of the world and uh, this can actually be problematic for a, quite a number of reasons which i'm going to mention maybe one or two of it now in uh, cohabitation there are no public vows except the ones that couple say to each other in the corner of their room oh i'm going to stick with you come rain come sunshine i'm not going to leave you you know i'm going to uh, be with you forever you know People just say that to each other in the corner of their room and most times these vows carry zero commitment, they carry zero accountability and promises made in private, you can never compare it, you can never carry the same weight as declarations, as vows and promises that you make before witnesses which God is inclusive. Now, I am not um in any way trying to reform anybody's anybody's uh sex life. I'm not trying to do that. However, um we need to uh we, we need to come into the knowledge of God. We need to help ourselves to come into the knowledge of God and to have a relationship with him. Because it is only then that his spirit at work in us uh will be able to give us the power to live in a way that pleases him. Because truth to be told, without the help of God, we cannot even control our tongues, let alone our hormones. Now, people have also argued that, oh, we may be living in the same house, but we don't sleep in the same bed. We don't see each other like that. We don't really, you know, we don't bump into each other. The house is big enough. Now, let's be sincere with ourselves. Even if you sleep in separate rooms, the fact that you are in a a relationship with someone, it would be nearly impossible to keep yourselves emotionally emotionally pure, even if you are staying physically pure. Because without making a covenant before God, you are not married yet. That's the bitter truth that many people do not want to accept, that without making a covenant before God, you are not married yet. So when you wake up uh, seeing your significant other every other day you eat together you eat meals together you cook together you unwind with them you have so much time bearing your thoughts your feelings your souls to them it starts to feel like marriage even when it's not you know you spend so much time with them you you, you, you. it's not possible that you live in the same house and you do not see each other in a day it's not possible that you will be in the same house and you'll not be able to sit with each other to talk and you, you know, bear your mind. In that process, it starts to feel like a marriage, even when it's not. Now, I'm going to uh, talk about some myth that I have heard, times without number, about cohabitation. Um, I'll just mention maybe just two because I don't want us to spend too much of time here today. Now, the number one myth that many people have argued or that many people have tried to use to justify the habit of cohabitation is that living together before marriage ensures a happier marriage. Hmm. You know, this try it before you buy it mentality. This myth appears to be the most ridiculous that I have heard. You know, they say, how can you know that you like, oh, Oh, how can you know that you like him? How can you know? Um, how can you go to your wedding night if you've never had sex? First, we need to understand the purpose of marriage. And also, the church does not have the tried before you bite mentality. You can't do a test run on Christianity. You are either here or there. The church does not have that tried before you bite mentality. In fact, Research have shown that couples who cohabit still tend to disagree on quite a number of issues, like finances. And they also tend to experience high rates of divorce. Now, the fact that you test drive uh, um, a thing doesn't mean that that thing does not have issues or areas for improvement. For instance, you go to a phone shop, you get a phone. When the, uh, the phone was given to you, you tested it, you, you know, it worked fine. On getting home, you just say, okay, let me just charge this phone a bit. And you discover that the phone does not charge or something is wrong with the charging port. Tell me, would you manage it and say, oh, I'll manage it like that now. I'll use it like that. Won't you return it like immediately? That is, let us relate that to, to, to marriage or to a relationship or to courtship. The fact that you test drive him or her doesn't mean that that person does not have issues or areas for improvement. Now, to counter this myth, I'm going to say that caught a Christian in which you wish to pursue a long life, uh, a lifelong relationship with. During this time, both of you, you get to know uh, each other, while you also avoid situations which both of you might want to succumb to temptation. And if you have uh, courted for a while and you both can see a future together and it appears that God is giving you a go ahead, just get married. Why wait? You know, if you see that, oh, you can, uh, 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 if you see that both of you share the same values, the same beliefs, and you feel that God is prompting you that, okay, this person is, is the will of God for your life, you can just go ahead and get married. Okay, the second myth that I'm going to talk about is that people say that cohabitation is a temporary solution, excuse me. Many people intend to live together for a short while, maybe just to help each other financially. And some people have argued that, oh, when we live together, we get to save funds and uh, plan well for our wedding. Now, um, so they just just in with each other. As I have mentioned earlier, that the research says that 60% of this kind of couple they do not end up being married. Because the problem is without a covenant, one member of the relationship can just, you know, split apart the relationship without any strings attached. A relationship that has nothing binding it. It can just uh, split apart any time. And it leaves the other person wounded, and vulnerable. Now, most times, uh, it's, uh, it's not so common that the man goes to meet the woman. Most times, it's the other way around. The woman goes to meet the man. And this situation puts the, uh, puts the man in the driver's seat and the woman at risk, at risk with little, very little leverage in the relationship. Because, yeah, the man gets what he wants. He gets what he wants in terms of sex, free food, free and timely food. He gets companionship, without giving what he fears most. You know what that is? Commitment. And at the end of the day, she may eventually lose that man she's living with, if she has no, if the man has no interest in, in, in commitment. You cannot commit somebody. does not want to be committed you cannot drag him to the registry you cannot drag him to church you cannot drag him to the high you cannot drag him to your parents that today you have to pay my bride price if he's not willing to do that for you now to counter this myth of uh, it's a temporary solution i would say that marriage requires a lifetime commitment although yes uh, uh, we know that couples divorce even after marriage we know that couples uh, divorce even after marriage, but yes, it requires a lot more than just uh, merely moving in with someone. You know, uh, um, a marriage is is meant to be a covenant between between ourselves and another human, whom you will work to grow closer to Christ throughout your lives. It requires a lot more than just, you know, merely moving in with somebody. Uh, with, with somebody, But it prevents us from fleeing from the other person the moment something gets difficult. When you're in a marriage, you can not just pack your things. When something gets difficult and say, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. You know, you still have some time to want to process it and see if there is any, um, if there is any way out of the situation. If there's any way you can resolve it marriage is commitment the level of commitment that you will exhibit in marriage you may not really have that in a relationship you cannot even have it because you know that nothing is binding you together so you can just pack your things and just leave any uh, any time so i'm going to counter it with that now to uh, to uh, to wrap the discussion up i would say that do not listen to the presence of the world I know the pressure is overwhelming, The the pressure is overwhelming, it's overwhelming, yes, nothing is wrong with waiting until marriage, nothing, I mean absolutely nothing is wrong with waiting until marriage and let me quickly say that if there are any hesitations relating to maybe trust and commitment. Maybe it is time for you to reevaluate to re- where you are in that relationship. Or you need to reevaluate the relationship as a whole. If you feel that, oh, your man is uh, uh, is maybe too timing or he's not being straight with you, if you have any trust issues with him, and you feel that, oh, uh, it is when you're moving that you want to monitor his movements and be sure that he doesn't bring another woman home. You know, you want to be there. You should know that it is time, it is high time you reevaluated that relationship and your own stand in that relationship. So that is that about that this morning. So I want to uh, say that to avoid putting ourselves in a position where we can compromise our minds and our judgments or where we can allow the devil to tempt us, we should abstain from living together until we tie the knot should abstain from from living together until a tidy note. Like I mentioned earlier, that if you see a need to, 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 uh, to question your significant other's trust or commitment for you, maybe it is God trying to say that, babe, take a step back and reevaluate this relationship and your own position in this relationship. So that is that about that for today. And so I would appreciate it uh, feedback from you as usual. Are there other myths that you have heard about cohabitation or which other area of cohabitation that you also have knowledge of that I did not mention this morning? I would love to read from you and please share the link of the podcast with everybody in your circle, most especially females. Like I'll usually tell you that you are the father's princess, and the father wouldn't want you settling for less. Until I come your way next week, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye!